Do you have to cut all frivolous spending to successfully get ahead financially? No. In fact, the opposite is actually true. Let's discuss this frivolous spending or impulse spending that you love and the finances that you're looking for. Inside this episode, we're talking about what you should eliminate from your spending, what you absolutely have to keep, and the reasoning why it truly matters for you to actually get ahead financially. This is the Your Money, Your Life podcast where ambitious women come together to have clarity, prosperity, and confidence with their money without sacrificing precious time in a well-deserved fun. So let's do this. Welcome to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sorka. After my husband and I faced three major financial roadblocks in the last six years, I felt like I wasn't doing all that I could and I had let my family down. It always felt like life was a struggle, like I had to work harder than everyone else. It just came easy to them and I didn't feel worthy of success. Until a coach helped me see the successes in our experiences instead of our failures. This allowed me to create and implement systems to grow our net worth by 200,000 plus while spending time with my loved ones and on my priorities. Now I help motivated women create the happiness, family life, financial security, and long-term wealth they deserve. If you're ready to eliminate stress, struggle, frustration, and guilt within your finances, you're in the right place. Welcome, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Serka, and today we're talking about impulse spending, frivolous spending, and do you have to actually cut all of this out to get ahead financially? Because there's a lot of gurus that'll talk about that. They'll talk about, you know, um, cutting all your spending. They'll talk about no spend challenges, talk about cutting your coffees and your eating out and all the fun stuff that you do. And, you know, like, that's just not going to fly here. That's not how I operate. That's not how um, I've helped so many people get to unstoppable finances. Like, that doesn't work long-term from what I've seen in my experience. I mean, there are, of course, those out there that are kind of like the oddballs that they can make it happen anyways, right? But we're not talking about that. We're talking about you the one who doesn't want to have to get rid of all that to actually get ahead financially. And the fact that you feel like you have to cut that makes you not want to budget, makes you not want to look at your expenses, makes it overwhelming, all those things. So what do you need to cut when it comes to impulse spending or frivolous spending, right? We need to cut spending that your budget can't support, which means we have to know We have to have a budget. We have to know what our budget can support. Like, did you catch that? That's kind of the key there. So we can't continue to spend in a way that your budget cannot support. But your budget can support some impulse spending. And if it doesn't, like you and I have a problem. Like we need to work on this because you can do this. You can still impulse spend. You can have some fun with your money. Um, The... Yeah, like we go into this in depth inside the impulse spending challenge, but like really you can still impulse spend and your budget should be set up to scale with you 
as your income grows, it should be set up to handle inconsistent income and it should be set up to be systematic. Now, a systematic budget does not just mean tracking expenses. Tracking expenses is part of a budget, but it's not actually budgeting because tracking expenses happens after the fact. So if you have a budgeting app that you're tracking your expenses in, you're not budgeting. There's a difference there, okay? So the key here, we're cutting spending that our budgeting can't support because we have a budget and we know what it can support. So we're gonna cut the spending the budget can't support. Another spending, another category of impulse spending, I guess we'll categorize our impulse spending. This episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast is brought to you by Impulse Spending Like a Pro, the Right Way series. Ready to learn the right way to impulse spend? Because not all impulse spending is bad. Then this video series might be just for you. Inside of these videos, you'll learn what impulse spending is and the right way to impulse spend, what you need to keep, what you need to ditch, and how to put it all together so that you can impulse spend the right way. To check out the free impulse spending like a pro video series and step into unstoppable finances with spending that works for you, your money, your life, simply text impulse to 817-969-4653 or visit amycircuit.com forward slash impulse. And of course, you need that link again. It's hanging out in the show notes for you. Another category we should cut is we should cut spending that is harming our relationships. Um, inside budgeting simplified, inside the academy, really everywhere. We talk about having blow money accounts, his and her blow money accounts, especially if in your relationship, um, they need to be equal when it comes to income levels, but you both have those funds of money designated for you to go spend on whatever you want, as long as it's legal, moral, and ethical, because typically one of you is a spender and one, is you, one of you is a saver. And that's typically the source of one of these problems if it's harming a relationship like that. Um, and we need to really look at that and see, again, if is the budget, is the system set up correctly like it needs to be to serve you? And if it is, and we're still spending outside of that, that's really when we need to take the introspective look. We need to look at the reasonings. Why? What is the trigger that's helping us or wanting us to be able to spend? Do we feel like we deserve it? Is it a stress outlet? What is going on? Our mindset behind it again that's causing the harm in the relationship. So we can really get to the root process there, okay? So we're cutting spending that our budget can't support. We're cutting spending that's harming relationships, but we're keeping the spending that is nourishing you. So I was working with a client probably about a month or so ago now. We were talking about like, uh, it was like a discovery type call, seeing if it would be a good fit for us to continue for us to work together. And she was like, I don't want to give up this type of spending that I have. Like my, um, I don't remember what it was at the top of my, at the moment. Um, we'll just say it was like her, I know it wasn't Starbucks, but that is the only thing that's coming to mind, which is really ironic. Cause you know, I don't drink Starbucks. So her, like her drink, her treat to herself. She's like, I don't want to give that up. 
It's like, you don't have to. Like, I want you to keep those things that are nourishing you, that are helping you feel good, that you feel rewarded, that you feel that, you know, like you've earned, you've done the work, you're doing these things and you're rewarding yourself. You feel nourished afterwards. We're not talking about going and spending and like, honestly, we can set up the mindset and do all these things that you feel just as good when you pay a bill as you do when you go do something fun. And that's something that we work on inside the academy. But if you're, if you're doing this thing and treating yourself and you feel good about it, keep that spending because we allow for it and we designate a spot for it within your budget because of how important it is. So we're keeping spending that's nourishing you. We're keeping the spending that's improving your relationship with money because we have to do the fun things. This is why long-term the no-spend challenges and the cutting expenses doesn't work because we have to feel good about our relationship with money. If there is an energy there between you, and if you dread looking at your bank account, if you dread doing your budget, if you dread doing all the things that are associated with money, and you dread your relationship with money, it's not going to be attracting more to you. You're not going to be in a positive position. Yes, you have to go out and do the work, but there's a lot of mindset and the way like that things are done that we have to balance. That's why I balance so much of this. Yes, you have to take the tangible steps. We have to understand the mindset behind it, but we still have to take the tangible steps. Like it's not just all woo and it's not just all action because you can take action all day long and have an amazing budget and have a crappy relationship with money. You're still not going to get ahead long-term because you haven't figured out the mindset piece. So that's why I need you to keep the impulse spending that is improving your relationship with money. When you feel good about it, that you got to do these things, of course, we know your budget can support it. So we can feel good about it. We can release the guilt. We can release the judgment. We can release the overwhelm. There's none of that there. It's your money, your life, right? Your money, your life, you get to decide what to do with it. But when you're intentional and you create the system to set you up for that prosperity, for the wealth, for the abundance on autopilot, that you feel good about your money, you feel good about the relationship with money. You're not coming back and like, okay, well, we've racked up a lot of credit card debt again, so we've got to do this. You're not in that cycle. You're making that forward progress consistently. Because we've set you up for long-term success, and it's like the analogy of the penny doubling every day, it doesn't feel like you're gaining momentum in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, you can't believe where you are in the penny doubled every day analogy. It's 30 days later. If you haven't heard this analogy, they give you an option either, try to remember what the other option is. You take, so over a period of 30 days, you're getting a chunk of money. And I don't remember, I think it's a million dollars. You take a million dollars or a penny doubling every day. So on day one, you get one penny. On day two, you get two. On day three, you get four cents. On day four, you're going to get eight cents. And day five, you'll get 16 cents. And it doubles each and every day. So it feels really slow in the beginning. But by the end, you make way more money with the penny doubling every day. But it's not until the end that you see all of that progress and it really racks up. Whereas if you would have just taken that set amount, 
you really end up losing. And that's really how it feels like we do when we do these like no spend challenges. There's nothing wrong with cutting something out for a little bit if you have the right intention behind it. But for most of us, we don't. It's just they're trying to get ahead with the budget. They're trying to do something, trying to make that progress to try to get the ball rolling. And I don't think that no spend challenges are the way to do it. So let's keep the spending that's nourishing you. Keep the spending that's improving your relationship with money. We'll, we will cut the spending that your budget can't support. And we are going to cut spending that's harming your relationships. So within that, you have to know what your budget can support. And there we have it. Do you have to cut all impulse spending to get ahead financially? Of course not. And now you know what you can do, what you should do, what you need to do. If I'd love to hear your insights. So your challenge for today, send me a message on Instagram. Let me know um, if you're like, yes, I'm totally with you, Amy. What the heck are you talking about, Amy? Somewhere in between. I want to hear at Amy Circa. Send me a message. Can't wait to talk to you. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. Wondering what's next? When you're ready, there are different levels of support that you can use on the path to creating unstoppable finances and your unstoppable life. After all, your finances are unique and your support should be too. Ultimately, we'll create a customized plan to ditch financial struggle for good that works for you, your goals, your priorities, your life. Go to workwithamy.com to get started with one of our most popular programs, or you can book a Q&A call with me and we'll figure out what your next step should be. If you love today's episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. That way you'll receive new episodes right when they are released. Then leave a rating and review. It helps amazing people just like you find the show faster.